Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. You're listening to Christmas Number Ones, where each month we talk about... No, not each month. Let's do that again. Hello, you're listening to Christmas Number Ones, where each day we give you a rundown of every single Christmas Number One that has ever been. Hello, I'm Mark Goodyear. And first of all, we're going to talk about the greatest Christmas Number One of all time. It is Millennium Prayer. And I'm joined here by Chris Barnes. How are you, Chris Barnes? Tom Chris Barnes. I'm not Cliff Richard. Well, you could be Cliff Richard if you want. You all right, Cliff Richard? Oh, yeah, I'm all right. What, what memories do you have of uh, Millennium Prayer? Uh, and I, what I did was I went to church one day and I saw yeah. that there was like yeah. a, a prayer. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh, no, what I could do. I could just set that to music. <laughs> well, it was a good thing to do because if you hadn't, you wouldn't have had that Christmas number one. Here it is, yeah. listeners. Millennium Prayer. Small Screen 90s Advent Calendar of Wonder with me, AMJ, and this dude. It's Cliff Richard. Christmas concert at your school, weren't it? <laughs> no, we didn't actually just... sing it at a concert. <laughs> just one really pervy teacher going, yes. Oh, page three. Mm. He taught PE. Uh, <laughs> nah, that, that, I hate that thing saying all uh, PE teachers are pedo. The clue's in the name, isn't it? <laughs> uh, what, what, what are we going to talk about today other than upsetting people? Today is actually... It's uh, P teachers behaving badly. No, sorry, it's men behaving badly. <laughs> hey.
It's men behaving badly, jingle booze. Now, I was first had this on VHS, where you've got mm-hmm. to watch the whole episode of Jingle Booze Plus, that thing that you don't get very often anymore, the outtakes. Remember the days where you could get a whole video of a show with just the outtakes? Smeg-ups. I'm just thinking smeg-ups. I, I do love an outtake. I just I think it's weird that you charge twelve ninety nine for them now. Imagine that. Yeah. Something that could be a YouTube video. Charging twelve ninety nine for a VHS of Also Dennis that. Norden would be like, Come on, lads. We need content for the show. Stop putting it on your D V D so we take, can't use it. Taking all the good stuff of someone coming in with the wrong line. Do you prefer All Right on the Night or Auntie's Bloomers? Auntie's Bloomers all the way. With Wogan. Like I I honestly think Wogan was one of the great and I think anything with Wogan would be 100% better. I didn't appreciate him when I was younger because I thought, oh, Radio 2 with Wogan. Oh, no, no, no. But then you actually listen to him. Janet and John, I found yeah. loads of them. It's like, oh, you filthy man. Some <laughs> woman, a, a quiz last night, in the past maybe, was telling <laughs> yeah. me about the old Janet and John's on YouTube and said, they're really funny, you should listen to them. And mm. I did, and they're really good. Yes. Like, really good, like... Clever man. John John has got into his car. John has got a booster seat. He's sitting on his booster seat in the car. <laughs> and then she's taking him around the supermarket and he's got his reins on. <laughs> What's the joke that he used to be his, one of his people that worked on his show and he just started making stories about him and his wife and he'd just take the mickey? I think but so. I, and then why have I just asked you? Because you didn't know what it was until you went to a well, quiz. I love the way you asked me like like I was there in the show with Wogan trying to get him back on. It was Wogan, Deddy Coat, and AMJ, wasn't it? <laughs> on the weather. The classic trinity of line <laughs> I don't know why this intern's here. You're the right, way! Do you know that you're, you're very good at acting, though? I actually do actually think a intern had just walked in your room. Yeah, well, well, this is it, Folkestone College. That's where I learned all them skills. I could do so, any impression. Any <laughs> Maybe I'm badly. <laughs> God, do it. Not get away from this now. Well, We've gone down this wormhole. I, we've done it on the main show, and I can't even remember watching it, Maybe badly. I remember you saying it was very problematic. That's the only thing I remember. It was very problematic. Uh, I can't remember the episode we watched on the main show because we do watch a lot of nighty telly. This, I love this. This is one of my favourite like Christmas specials, but it has got a bit problematic in its old age. What was your thoughts? They pretend that they're doing this wholesome Downton Abbey Christmas special, and it's not. It's just a normal episode of... Sorry, no. It's a special episode of Men Behaving Badly because it's Christmas. Yeah. 45 minutes long. But I did switch it on thinking, have I put the wrong... Have, have I done a Roman road and given you the wrong thing? <laughs> but it did have, like, sleigh bells at the beginning and they did make a bit of an effort with the intro. Yes, so that gives them extra points. It gives them extra points. I I love it when it cuts away from an actual British Christmas to what people think a British Christmas is in a country house with a butler, a lovely turkey, people singing songs around there. And, like, mainly Christmas is just a way of having more arguments in the year. Um, t- uh, I think the joke wore a bit thin by the end. I think they thought, yeah, we've got the idea now that this, what their actual Christmas is like isn't like this. The singing was really good. Only problem is that I know that Carolyn Quentin can sing, so it, it wasn't <laughs> so surprising. 
It's a bit like Bill Bailey plays the piano in Black Books and goes, oh, I can play the piano. I thought, of course you can, you're Bill Bailey. <laughs> but we are aware of that skill. It's no surprise. I love the intro to this as well. Like, when duologues and monologues are done really well, like that opening scene of uh, Doc Martin and Quinton <laughs> in bed talking about the existence of Father Christmas, and one of my favourite lines about... The snowman, that's always on. Oh, it's sad, isn't it? Watching a snowman melt. You reckon a scientist could stop a snowman from melting? Here's over to you, Boffins. And that whole, I've not done that speech justice at all, but that whole, like, just chat about a snowman from melting and then talking about how old you were when you found Father Christmas wasn't real. I was 10. 10? I just, it's a really nice intro. And, and then it made me feel like I was in the 90s. Because said, oh, uh, Tony was up at six. How did you know he was up at six? He was singing along to Sesame Street. Oh, that did make me laugh. So, yeah. The only problem that Neil Morrissey was really insufferable in the whole episode and really annoyed me. And yeah. I think it's because he was Christmas and he was being happy. And I thought, I did go back and watch some other men behaving badly just to make sure and think, oh, no, no, it's just because it was Christmas. He was happy because he was with uh, Debs, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the middle of the show. Welcome back. Also... It's one of my greatest things. Like, I used to love a prank phone call as a kid and a young teenager. And one of the things I did for ages was ring up people and just go, John! And they'd be like, oh, sorry, wrong number. And hang up. And that gave me endless pleasure for longer than it should do. You still say you're quite happy with that now. I, I, do you know what, though? If I wasn't a grown-up, there'd be more prank phone calls. You are the, the embodiment of oh, Bart Simpson. I am the embodiment of Bart Simpson. There's not enough now, is there? But there's less ways of making prank phone calls. There is, yes. You don't get so many wrong numbers anymore. Well, you, there's that. And, and it, like we used to, like, and this is really cruel now, ring up people in the back of the enemy who had advertised for people to join that band and be like, hello, I'll play bass. I'll play bass for you. I'll slap on the bass. And, uh, and see how long you can stay on there before they hung up. <laughs> Oh, it's nothing to do with this show. Sorry. See, I don't want it to be a challenge, but I think I could do it for quite a long time. Cause... You reckon you could? <laughs> well, but no, because I think I can think of stuff that is plausible enough for them to just think I'm weird and not think it's actually a prank phone call. I, I don't know where this is going. I, I, I really don't like suggesting I things. I think we know where this is going. <laughs> I think I know exactly if we're going to ring up someone. <laughs> like when I, I posted online... A about Trevor Filgood's quitters, about comedians that have quit comedy and getting them back for one more gig. And I thought, yeah, that was not a good idea because Adam was like, yeah, we're doing next week. Come on. I, th- I think it's a great idea. I reckon it could work as a concept, like you try and get someone who's quit to come back. But the annoying thing would be if someone who's quit who comes back and then does really, really well and is better than like anyone on the circuit. And that's yeah. probably it, though. I reckon half the people who have quit are probably the next big thing. Are you basically saying that if I did this night, you're going to blame me for it because I got everyone back? 
Yeah, that well, person. It depends that, who that, you're going to get back. If Trevor got that person back, and now they're doing life at Apollo, then, <laughs> and it's all Trev's fault. If it, well, I, I love that thought process that everyone has of going like, oh, hold on, there's a lot of us in here, but only so many slots to go around, and they're doing live at the Apollo. It's weird, though, isn't it? Because like, if you're never like one of the people that they consider for live at the Apollo in the first place, I don't know, it was never going to happen. No, maybe I'm back. And, and, uh, I find comedy just a weird one at the moment. It might have changed by December. Men behaving badly, yeah. where were we? Naked Tony! I didn't like them being dicks and um, swinging around the washing line the first time it happened. But the shot of after he's been dumped by Debs, of him sat on top the washing line on a, on a surfboard did make me laugh. It is a really good shot, isn't it? But there's also, like, there's so much in it as well, because I think it is genuinely a really good special. When they're doing the present giving, and it's just like he gets Martin Clunes rollerblades... Doc Martin rollerblades. And then Doc Martin buys him drums. And it's like, you should be lucky. He wanted an otter. (laughs) (laughs) It gives such a really obscure, beautiful line. And like, both the girlfriends buy each other the same gift, which I think is is such a thing at the time. Because that's a weird thing with that gifting, isn't it? It's just buy them some smellies. It just reminded me of what Christmas is actually like. When you had that Christmas, not with your family, just like with people you're stuck with. I remember having Butman's Christmases and like doing the secret Santa in the afternoon and then waking up in the morning and not even having a Christmas dinner, just having a big fry up. Having a KFC. Having a KFC. And the one time Steve was like, Harbour all from the match, legend, uh, said, I've got your present. I was like, oh, I'm just going to pop out for a second to the shop. <laughs> oh, I didn't think we were doing this. The phone bit when she deep fried it, and I didn't really think about it. And then he picks it up later on, and it's full of batter, and he, it still works. Yeah, it's a good gag, isn't it? It's a really good gag. Hello. And then you're still thinking about that, and then he presses the is it the blender, and it just flies up in his face. Yeah. For no reason whatsoever. <laughs> There's. And when their parents ring them all individually, and it's like, yes, the Queen. Neil Morrissey goes to the pub because he's upset because he's breaking up with Debs. Yeah. And there's a stripper there in the pub. Yeah. Who hires a stripper on Christmas Day? Well, yeah, it was a bit of a weird thing of going like, because the seed was sown earlier on when they go to the pub before Christmas dinner, and they get back and haven't left the oven, turned the oven on. I go, we've got some entertainment on later. Oh, oh okay, that's just me being stupid then. No, it's not, not you being stupid, but it's still but then, weird that it's a stripper. <laughs> on Christmas Day, like, oh, I wanted to, wanted to see something else being unwrapped. Yeah. Then, yeah. Joke. And Tony's <laughs> loving that stripper. But what makes me laugh is that she dumped him and he comes in and goes, oh, no, I can't be enjoying the stripper. I thought, you can, mate, because she just dumped you. You can do what you want now. You're free, son. You can do whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> It's Christmas Day. Then they kind of get back together at the end and they have a Christmas dinner of deep fat fried stuff, including hula hoops and opal fruits. What would you give it? Remember Haven Badly Jingle Boo? Well, I thought it was the one where uh, Martin Clunes uh, is having a f- fun time with himself on Christmas Day that I watched with my grandparents. And I was hoping it was that one and it wasn't. No. So it's getting, it's, 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 I'm removing one point because of that. I think I'm going to give it seven. I wouldn't, if it had stayed the level it was all the episodes, I didn't, wasn't into it. But with the, uh, by the end, when he'd broken up with her and 
physical comedy is always makes me laugh. Yeah. I agree with Seven. Why am I stating my case to you? <laughs> this ain't court, mate. Yeah. Just say yes. <laughs> seven. So let's you log it in. So that is men behaving badly. And who's that in the distance? Is it Santa again? Oh! Oh, he's gone. Is it Jingle Bells again? It might not be. (laughs) Well, who knows? He's gone now. He's gone. He's gone. So we'll see you tomorrow for day seven. Day seven? What could it possibly be? I don't know. Listen, we're about to record it now, so we know. We know, we know. It's day eight tomorrow, isn't it? No. Oh, yeah, it's day seven. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, that bit won't be in. That's <laughs> going. <laughs> oh, this is it. This is like when Apple decided to do, like, the 12... 12 yeah, can I just years. remind you, it's your idea. It was my idea, but it doesn't mean it's a good idea. I was so quite we... happy with, with just the Christmas special. Just one episode of a Christmas special. But no, no, no. No, we have to, we have to do... 25. Yeah. And think yeah. of the listeners. Think of the li- Every day, going to work, having some Christmas time. A little yeah. bit of uh, Chris and AMJ in their ear. Right. So we see you tomorrow for day seven. What could it be? Stop doing that. We know what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Bye-bye, they everybody. Bye-bye. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.